Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
I want to set this reminder because I think that this, I mean, all the conversations this morning, Danny, you have no idea. The conversations this morning have all been like so aligned with what I know we're going to dive into. We were talking about the law of attraction mixed with the law of action. Uh, Raylan was just telling us about how, uh, you know, sales are about inspiring action and action doesn't have to necessarily be with him. So there's been so much that's been in alignment with exactly what we're going to talk about. Uh, so I actually don't want to waste any time, Danny. I want to dive straight into talking to you. If y'all don't know Danny Morrell, he is an absolute powerhouse. He built and sold a brokerage with over 1 billion with a B in annual sales. And he has shifted his focus and his daily service to helping people shed the stories, heal the pain and awaken to their higher self. So I'm sorry, their highest self. So without further ado, welcome Danny Morrell. We are so, so grateful to have you on this morning. Danny, are you there? You're muted. The unmute is the lower right. There you there go. There we go. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Good awesome. morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to share a couple of moments with all of you. So grateful. So I know that you love teaching and guiding people, and I also think it would be super beneficial for the people of the Breakfast with Champions Club if you would share a little bit about your story and about how you got to this uh, 1 billion in annual sales, because I know it was an easy journey. So do you mind just sharing a little bit about what that process has been for you and exactly how, not exactly how you got there, but maybe give us the highlight reel. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it started uh, back in that, in the last recession, you know, I was in, I was in real estate, uh, real estate sales. Uh, um, I had experienced some, some great success in it, but when the recession hit, I lost everything. And when I say everything, I not only lost money, I lost my desire, my belief in myself, my, uh, my, des my, my desire to wake up, quite frankly, I, I fell into a really deep depression. And, and then one morning I just decided to, to say enough was enough, you know, because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, and I, and I asked myself a question, like, what, what do I really want to do in my life? And, and who do I really want to become? And it always went back to, I want to, meet my highest potential mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially, and help other people do the same. And at that time, the best way that I could do that was by the vehicle, which I was good at doing, which was real estate. So I started a brokerage and I started it with zero. And it's important that everybody knows that because if you're an entrepreneur here, I want you to know that your mind is really, really cunning. Um, it, it, the ego's job, the number one goal of the ego is to literally, literally cause you misery. And so your mind will try and try to tell you all of the reasons why you can't do something, right? And all you have to do is flip the tortilla is what I say, right? Just flip it on the other side and mm -hmm. tell your ego and tell your mind, you know, you're, you're scared for a reason. And that's because something big is about to happen. It's because I'm about to let go of this story that has been holding me back forever. And so I didn't have any money. Um, but I just had a desire and I had a real, real deep why. And I started to call people and I started to say, look, you know, come work with me. And I know one thing, I'll help you make more money in less time that I can guarantee you. And I, and I had the belief in myself to just look them in the eye. Um, and I didn't know how, and we didn't have an office and, and we didn't have space. And I, I literally, I, I could barely afford rent at that time. Um, but I knew I could help people. Um, and then I started with, I think, $2,000, signed a lease, told the landlord or convinced them to just give me 60 days to pay the first month. 
Um, I, again, I just gave him my word I would do it. He said yes. Uh, next thing you know, we have seven offices, 400 agents, and are doing $1.1 in annual sales. That was a nine-year process. And, uh, and then I sold the company. I just sold it. I exited last November. And, uh, and, and, and in that exit, what I realized, Anais, is that I had spent my entire life with the deep desire to make money and a deep desire to feel power and feel recognition and, and, and win and, and drive the fancy car and, and wear the, the $40,000 Rolex and dine at all the best places. And I was empty inside. And, um, and, and quite frankly, I was miserable. I was miserable. And that's when my spiritual journey began. Um, um, the awakening began. The journey to higher self began where, where I finally started asking questions like, what am I here for? And what is it that I really want to accomplish? And who do I really want to become? And um, that journey was very healing for me. And, um, and here I am today, helping other people doing the same thing. Yeah, I absolutely love that. One of the favorite stories that, that I've heard you share is the the Kobe story. And yeah. I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing that story, because I think it's such an excellent example of exactly what you said, where you found yourself who uh, in a place where you achieved and you've been achieving all these things that you had set your mind to. Right. And I mean, like you've mentioned, you set your ego to accomplish. And then once you achieve that, it, you realize that it felt empty. So I would love, to, I would love for you to share the, the Kobe story with everybody. Yeah, it's a great story. Um, you know, and, and, and when I say that, you know, a lot of us, uh, both men and women, when, when we are high achievers or we are, when we are A types, what we really don't realize that means is that we are in our masculine energy, okay? And, and all of us here listening, we are masculine and feminine, and I and I know for some guys they're like, yo man, I ain't no feminine. I, I you know, because we're we're trained to not be honest with ourselves. We have feelings, you know, and those feelings are are our feminine energy. And so when I was, you know, going after it and 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 you know, um, and building my company, what I didn't realize was I was in high masculine. And whenever you're in high masculine, and this is for women as well, because I coach I coach women through this, something else has to suffer. And you could be making all the money in the world and, and you could be driving the fanciest cars and, and, and all of that could be going great. But, but trust me, your relationships are suffering um, be, because your kids and your spouse don't have your heart. They don't have your heart because you're not connected with your heart. And you're not connected with your heart because you're connected with a, a desire to achieve. And that is masculine. And the only way that we as human beings ever find true balance is to be in both our masculine, which there's nothing wrong with it, wanting to go out there and achieve something great and having the vision for it. But yet at the same time, our feminine, which is our heart, our feelings, our emotions. It's that thing inside of us that when we're done with our day, we can sit on the couch and be with our kids and, and, and be with our spouse and, and, and connect and connect to other human beings. And I, I bring this up as I share this, the Kobe story because um, uh, many of you know I, I host an event every year. Um, it used to be called Relentless. And I, I had great speakers there. And my last speaker um, that I ever had as a guest, and obviously it was because it was Kobe, was, was Kobe Bryant. And, and it was about six or seven months before his accident, something like that. 
And I remember meeting him. And I remember the one thing that I, I, I remember thinking, because we had just had Alex Rodriguez the, the, the year before. And, and you know, um, and, and he was like uber celebrity, like, don't talk to me type of deal, you know. <laughs> and I remember being really nervous to meet Kobe because it's freaking Kobe. You know, he's he's the man. He, it's, it's Kobe. That's all you have to say. And so I remember him. Walk, I'll never forget this. He 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 walks in. My ex-wife is there next to me, my three boys and my brother, which, which is that those those are my heart. This is my family. Right. Kobe walks in and there's like this this light behind him and this this tall figure. He walks in with these sunglasses and he's wearing a crisp. I think it was like a tan suit, white shirt, like a like a chocolate tie. I think it was he walks in, he takes off his sunglasses and he, and he goes to me. What's up, man? I'm Kobe. And he shakes my hand and he gives me a hug. And like the way he said it, I still get goosebumps thinking about it. He was the kindest man. Like if, if you want to talk about an example of somebody who was in his masculine and yet found his feminine, it was him. It was him. And he too, he found it obviously because he had made some mistakes in his life, you know? And we get on stage on Aisa and I'll never forget this. At the time I had the rose gold, uh, Rose gold, uh, I, I don't even know the name of it, Rolex, it was like the, the big one. And I'm, I'm Mr. Hotshot, you know, my, my healing process had started, but there were still some things in my life that I wouldn't let go of because materialism ruled my mind. It, it ruled my mind. It, if, if I wasn't wearing something that showed the world that I was significant, I didn't feel good inside. And when you feel good inside, you don't have to show the outside. When you feel bad inside, unfortunately, you got to show the outside. And so I'm sitting there next to Kobe and I'm sitting there and I'm interviewing him and all the people are going nuts. The, the auditorium is filled and, and, and we're having a great conversation. And I like have this moment on Aiz where I gaze at his wrist and I'm, I'm realizing he's wearing an Apple watch. And that was like a, it was a God moment for me. And I say it was a God moment for me because it was, it was during a process where things were being stripped stripped from me, right? To hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Get to the core essence of who I was as a man, of who I was as a human being. And, and one of those was all these luxury items that I that I thought I needed. I was driving an Aston Martin convertible, the James Bond, what you know, the whole thing. And here I am with a guy that's probably worth a hundred times what I'm worth, right? And um, and he's wearing an Apple Watch. And and I remember even like fumbling on the next question because it, it was like God was speaking to me and saying like, "Do you really need that? Do Do you really need it? You know?" And uh, obviously the answer was no for me. I know I no longer even. Uh, wear a watch because time is an illusion and uh but that's a whole deeper story there <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a different conversation, yeah, it's a different uh, conversation. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I do, I think it's really important to hone in on it because, um, I mean, Raylan was just talking about this earlier about what purpose is and why purpose is so important. Can you talk to me a little bit about what the difference is uh, and how it resonated with you differently when you were working towards the things, this materialism, what you thought your ego, what your ego wanted versus working towards your purpose? How does that shift the energy of what you're working with? It's, it, you're a different human being. Because you see, when you're, I'll give you an example. Like in my industry, Anais, in the real estate industry, we're really big on dream boards, right? Uh, we're really big on dream boards. So, you know, we would have these dream board workshops. And I, I, I remember, like I could visualize one right now and, and all the agents in all the offices would have their dream board up. And on the dream board was like custom suit, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ferrari, uh, you know, private, the, the typical shit. Right, the typical stuff that we all want, and for the ladies is the red bottom shoes, and it's the taking a picture in Miami with the Dior sign, and it's the it's the the Fendi purse, or you know whatever, whatever it is, right? The the one thing we as human beings realize is that we've been programmed to want things we don't even really want. I'm gonna say that again. Write that one down. We've been programmed to want things that we don't even really want. And the proof that we don't even really want it is when you finally get it, that emotion, that excitement, it lasts you maybe a day, maybe two at the most, maybe three. And, and then what do you have? You have a closet full of purses that you don't even use anymore. And so when you are living life from your ego, like I was, what was happening on Anais is I was living my life from a wound, a wound that happened inside of me when I was a little boy that felt, you know, uh, unwanted, that felt un un unaccepted, that felt lower than everybody else. It was the wound of separation is what it was. And that wound created a story in me because we were poor. And that story became, you will never not have money ever again. And you're going to work your tail off until you're a multimillionaire and you have the private jet and you have this and you have that. And so what happens is you just, you're operating from the story that you don't realize you think it's abundance. It's actually pain and it's actually fear, afraid of being your true authentic self. And so the shift happened and I went on a deep journey to find the balance in both because I, I do believe in financial abundance. As a, as a matter of fact, I can say this, I, I earn way more than I ever have earned today and I work, I don't even work. I, I, I put in maybe, maybe five to eight hours a week of actual work. That's it. The rest of the time I work on myself. I'm going to leave you, I give you guys a quote that one of my mentors gave me. He said, make all the money in the world you want. Just don't work more than 20 hours a week to make it. And the reason why he said that is because when you do, then you open yourself up for stress, um, stress-related illness and, 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 and disease. You open yourself for uh, uh, marital issues and problems, and you open yourself up for disconnection with your children. And when you finally start becoming your highest self, the highest absolute version of yourself, what starts to happen is you no longer work because you're no longer chasing because you start to realize that everything you've ever wanted, you already had it. It was inside of you the entire time. And then the light bulb goes off and you become a magnet. 
and you literally, the law of attraction is no longer the law of attraction. It's just you. It's just you magnetizing everything that you've ever wanted in your life. The health that you've wanted, the relationship that you've wanted, the finances that you've wanted. And that's why the journey to higher self is so important is because quite honestly, we have, we have an entire race of people, of humanity, who's all out there thinking that, you know, work and grinding and, and so forth and so on is the answer. The answer is to find your heart. And when you find your heart, I promise, I promise you, and 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 Anais, our students that, that are in my program, I, they're making easily. We, we take them from a hundred grand a year to a million dollars a year, from seven days a week to four days a week, easily. And this is hand over fist. We have hundreds of people that do this, and and I believe everybody listening can do it as well. Yeah, I absolutely love that, and I think. I think especially as entrepreneurs, we like society tries to get us to buy into this idea of hustling day sure. in, day out, you know, the, the crazy hours. I know here in Los Angeles, there was this, there's always this energy of like one upping each other of how many hours we like we worked in a week, especially in the, in the film industry, which is yeah. not something that I subscribe to, thankfully. But can I'm, I, I'm can, I, can, the, I, can I say something real fast? Yes, this, please. Is, this is very important because like I, I now live in Austin. And uh, I, I've lived, I've lived in New York City, and I lived in LA, and this is the first time that I feel this is a different energy here. And not only is no one trying to one up each other, no one cares. No one cares what you're wearing. No one cares what you do. As a matter of fact, everybody wants to help each other. It's a different energy, and I and I say that because where you live, there's an energy there that you don't even realize is there. And once you once you tap into your spiritual awareness, you start to notice these things, right? And so, and and the second thing, Anais, is um, working a lot is is that that's the last thing you should want. That's that's the last thing you should want. There's a period in your life and a period as an entrepreneur where you have to work a lot to get things going. Yeah. But if you're working a lot after five, six years in business, I'm sorry to tell you something went wrong. You didn't build a business. You just built a high paying job. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, those are facts. And that's, that's also what I wanted to lean into a little bit too, because for the folks that are, that have been stuck in this grind, yeah. what are some of the things that they can start to, to just shift within themselves to start even imagining a world where they can have this under 20 hour a week work week? Yeah. I think that's the first step I think is you have to desire it. Look, I was, uh, seven years into building my company. I was, um, working six days a week. I was massively overweight. I was stressed out. I was miserable in my relationship, but the world thought everything was going good because at the time we were doing 600, 600 million in uh, 600 million in annual sales, uh, so forth and so on. And and my my mentor at the time he 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 kept telling me he's he's like Danny, you got to change from being a salesperson to a CEO. And I go to him, what do you mean? I I'm the CEO of my company. Right, I'm, I'm the owner. Look, look at my business card. It says CEO. Don't you see right there? <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 no. He says, when when you are the CEO of a business, the business can live, operate, and generate revenue without you being present. And that concept just blew my 
mind. I was like, there's just no way I could never do it. I, it be, because I had built the company based off of my limiting beliefs. It's what we all do. The outside world is just a reflection of the inside world. Our relationships are a reflection of our inside. Our health, our body is a reflection of our inside. Our business is a reflection of our inside. And when I say inside, I'm talking your, your, your mindset, your feelings, your thoughts, and your emotions. So then as he kept telling me that and kept telling me that, it, I, I started to look at every way that I had inserted myself in the operations of my company that I simply did to make me feel important and make me feel like I was, well, like I was working a lot. You know, In other words, I built it that way. And the more and more that I started looking, the more and more that I started realizing that there were things that I was doing that other people could do. And so I came up with this quote, and I want everybody to write it down. Only do what only you can do. Only do what only you can do. And so I started playing a game with myself. I said, okay, look, I, 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 I'm going to have the audacity to, to, to do something that I don't even think is possible. I'm going to get us to $1 billion in annual sales. At, at the time, that's like selling 2,500 houses a year or something like that. I'm going to get us to $1 billion in annual sales. And I'm going to work 20 hours a week or less. And I went out on a mission and I just started and I, I little by little, I just started replacing myself and replacing myself and replacing myself and replacing myself and people didn't like it. And some people left, but I had the courage to stick to my vision. By the time it was all said and done on A's, by the time I sold the company, we were doing 1.1 in sales and I was working, I'm not kidding you, two hours a week. It, it, I, I, I even think I say two hours a week because I feel a little guilty to say I didn't even work. The company was self-sufficient, running 100% without my presence. And as a result of that and being able to accomplish that, that's how I run my business now. Uh, it's all set up in a way to where I'm highly leveraged. I only do what only I can do. I have a wonderful team and the rest gets handled. I actually think that's an amazing segue for my next question, which is because you've shifted from having this brokerage where you had your team set up and now you are the face of your brand. You're the center of your brand. You're the center of your messaging that that's, you are living into your purpose of helping people awaken to their highest self. And you are the yeah. face of that. So for other people who are creators and influence who are the center of their brand, how did you, how are you able to only work these, you know, these certain hours a week while still maintaining the center core and maintaining that you are the face of the brand? Yeah, that's a great question. So in, in, in all of our businesses, let, let's just say if you were to write down, and this is a little homework assignment for everybody. If, if you were to write down 20 things that have to happen for your business to operate, right? All of you, here's your homework. 20 things that have to happen for your business to operate. So, so, so for example, for, for us, we now, we now run three divisions of our company. The first division is, is coaching for entrepreneurs and, and real estate professionals. Um, the second one is, is my seminars, um, like Awaken, which is coming up here soon. And then the third one is um, because of the power of plant medicine in my life and how it helped me, I host um, ayahuasca retreats uh, in Colombia. And so we'll take 
four groups out this year, four groups of 40 on a, on a week-long journey, which is beautiful and very healing. And so, so, so when I look at each of these segments, let's look at the first one. Someone wants to sign up for coaching, right? All right. So a typical process to sign somebody up for coaching, I have to pick up the phone. I have to call them. I have to pre-qualify them. I have to, you know, do a meeting to explain the program, and then I have to enroll them and, and, and take the credit card and, and get them all applied, so forth and so on. I got to have a little introduction call to the program and know a little bit about the program, and then they actually get on the call, and I have to do a one-on-one -on -one call with them. So what did I do? I just removed myself from all of that. There are no more calls. All the sales are made through Instagram or through Facebook. They get pre-qualified by a sales team that we have that's professionally trained. They go into a presentation. In the presentation, they 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 obviously get closed or they 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 sign up for the program. We have an introductory um, call with them that that tells them a little bit about the program, and we do not do any one-on-one -on -one coaching. What we have found is that our clients get better results by being in a group. Because in the group environment, they're encouraged, they're motivated, they're inspired, they're, they're seeing other people break through, puts a little bit of pressure on them to break through. And all I do is I show up once a week for the call. And even that, I have an entire group of people who are just getting going. I don't even show up for that call. I have a coach that shows up for that call. People don't want more of you. They want more of themselves. I'm going to say that again. People don't want more of you. They want more of themselves. And, th and the next thing I can tell you guys, and this is for all of you who, who are, you know, it's the wrong word, but influencers on Instagram. Look, I couldn't grow my following or my engagement for the life of me. I tried everything. I spent all the money you can imagine. Everything. And you know when my engagement and my growth and everything started taking off? I was stuck like at around 100,000 followers on Instagram, right? And, I, and I'll even say it. I was even buying the fake likes, the fake comments, the fake views. I, was, I, I did it all. I tried it all because I knew inside like I had a message and I wanted to get it out. You, you know when everything started changing for me? And, and, and when our engagement and our everything just skyrocketed? When I healed myself. When I healed my heart. When, when I had the courage to go inside of myself and realize, you know, the reason why people are engaging with you is because you're spending so much time talking about yourself and how great you are and, and, and how much money you make and, and, and the fancy car that you have. And you, I'm just going to say, and, and you're posing because you, you want to look good and, and, and you want them to like you. And when all of that garbage went away, and I finally started to spend less time trying to get their approval and more time genuinely trying to help them change their lives, it exploded. It exploded to, to, to the point that it's, it's four times the growth with half the effort, with, with, with none of the fake stuff. It's just, it's just a genuine community that we have built because the message is resonating with people. 
Absolutely. There's a saying that I like to say is that you can't build brand resonance when you yourself are in a place of dissonance. So it that's sounds right. like that's exactly what she did. That's so exactly. I, I want everybody to PTR real quick, uh, pull to refresh, because at the very top of the screen, I did pin a link. Danny Morrell has an amazing uh, conference that's coming up. The in-person tickets are officially sold out, but there is an option for virtual ticket sales. Uh, is that right, Danny? There's still virtual yeah. tickets available? Yeah, All right, perfect. So so uh, the conference is, I believe, November 11th, 12th, and 13th? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, this, this week, yeah. Yeah, so this week. So if y'all want more of Danny and more of, of what he's been putting together and more of the, these processes, I highly recommend checking out Awaken. Again, the link is at the very top of the page. Danny, we have one minute left. Is there a last word that you want to leave all these people with? Uh, wow. Yeah, you, you, you are abundance. You have no idea your your abundance, uh, your power, your beauty, your 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 majestic. There there is no separation from you, from God, from your dreams, from your goals, from everything you've ever wanted. Listen to that little voice that's inside of you. Um, it's the future version of you that's pulling you to it, um, to pulling pulling you to to that highest version of yourself that you see very very clearly. You see it. You just got to remove the blockages, and and once you do, it'll it'll simply be drawn to you because it is exactly who you are. That is just so juicy, Danny. And it's one of these things that like a purpose isn't put in your heart unless you have every single thing in your wheelhouse to be able to, to reach it. So I'm very much in. Uh, I mean, I always love having these conversations with you, Danny. You know, we not, we can wax poetic forever. So I really thank you again for for coming on. Thank you for sharing your story with us and with the Breakfast with Champions. Uh, and that's our time. So I also highly recommend, uh, Danny isn't on Clubhouse all that often, but please do go ahead and follow him on Instagram. Uh, he is absolutely active there and he shares so much fantastic information. Please do join him at Awaken uh, this week. The tickets are at the link above or you can check out the link in his bio on Instagram. So thank you everybody. And that is our time. So I believe I'm handing it off to Tony with the keys. Thanks, Danny. Thank you. Very, very softly. You there, bud? Yeah, can you not hear me? It, it's so uh, muted. Um, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's definitely way too low. Okay, well, while Tony is uh, fixing his volume, I can uh, talk about how some of us did get together um, over the weekend uh, in Kentucky in person. Um, so that energy and vibe just really helped to also add to the video and to even capture some of those moments that we can include as part of this album. And so Tony was busy. He was busy this weekend. He was taking video, he was taking B-roll. And it was super, super sweet that before worship on Sunday, we were able to even get a chorus um, practice in. And then he actually got to record some of those, which were pretty instrumental for him to continue this album without us being there physically. So that was super helpful. Um, I really, I got to meet Trust in person, which a dynamic force in herself. It was just great to meet her in person and 
and just to get to meet Jojo Loriche, oh my goodness, she was singing as well. I mean, some people were just coming out of the woodworks with their talents and Christina Howard, multi-talented individual as well, um, helping us uh, just sing there. So there was a group, uh, TM, he's like a silent uh, singer there, but he came through as well. And Mark Ellis and even his wife got recruited that morning to be in that group to sing. And so it was really nice to kind of get an idea of what Tony's overall vision is, right? Like he's looking to kind of put this album together with all voices, all creatives, everyone giving their part. And it's important for all of us. I know that some people in the audience are probably wondering what's going on with this album. You can go to championsrise.com and you'll see what the project is about and some of the initiatives that are being put in. And he did release one of the singles, um, which is super awesome because now you're getting to see some of that talent and you get to hear Tony, like Tony didn't make it to the conference, but we heard her voice and how sweet that sounds, right? So when Tony started off that concert, it, you know, um, he did play the song with Tony uh, with Tony Mo on it. So that was super nice um, to do that. And Lolita also, oh my goodness, she was there. It was so beautiful to meet her in person. She is a light walking on this planet even in person. So you can imagine the radiance from the stage. And she has her spoken word poem and all of those things. And I know you've gotten tastes of it from some of the segments with Tony because some of them, some of the talent is being highlighted in some of his um, actual segments, which has been really great to see who is behind this project. But there are so many people behind this project so many people giving of their talents. Some, and, and I'm gonna shout out Sheila because Sheila is like this big bubbly butterfly that has just graced us in this group helping us. And maybe you don't see her singing out front, which she can so do, I can, I, I can only tell you that. But she has done the profile pics. She's done the album cover. So you can see where there's just different talents being leveraged. So if you're able to help with anything, please don't be shy reach out to Tony and the Keys um, and go to that website, championsrise.com. The email is there. You can reach out if you're willing to lend your talents to this uh, beautiful project. It's a community project. A lot of us are donating our time and our energy and our talent to just see this rise because we want to make sure that everyone sees the champion within them. And that's where we all win. This is where we all get to really be champions for each other, support one another, and just really move forward with that. Um, and hopefully Tony's back in so he can take over his own segment. Tony, are you good now? Please tell me yes. <laughs> you are still low, my friend. <laughs> Play around with the audio. So I'm set up, okay, I got the whole day in. Can you not hear me? It is very low. Can't hear you. Do you have yeah. headphones in or something that we can switch out? Yeah, and it, you could even do the audio quality. Just make it low and then put it back to normal and see if that helps reset that. How about now? How about now? Nope. Nope. Okay, I wanted to play some music. Tell me if the music comes through. Okay, play the music. I'm going to let you know if it hears. I'm not sure if you're playing the music, but we hear nothing. It's a new, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> hey there, this is Cassandra. As as we figure out more audio, Anya, 
I, I just wanted to thank you for um, bringing him in as a guest this morning. I um, was in the room last night that Sarah popped up and just to really kind of bring community together, which I love this community, by the way. But um, I hopped on his website and watched some of his videos. So for anybody in the audience that just listened to the interview, just really incredible man, just a touching, touching story. And um, I feel like we just kind of left it off. And I just wanted to personally thank you and um, just share my gratitude and for him and the, the light that he brought to us all this morning. So thanks again, Anais. I really appreciate it. Cassandra complete. Thank you so much for that, Cassandra. I really appreciate it. Anais here. Uh, yeah, he is a power, power, powerful man um, in the sense that, and when I say that, I don't mean just with what he's been able to accomplish, but just what he's been able to shift within his own life. Like there's so many stories that he has. So I really recommend everybody go check him out because he has, I mean, he went from his pregnant wife having like her car repoed while uh, she was buying milk to building this incredible business. So he really is an inspiration. So thank you so much, Cassandra, for that. Can you hear me now? Can I? Yes, we can. So y'all can hear me now? Yes, we can. Okay. There was somebody that was about to talk. I'm going to let y'all talk for a second, and then I'm going to break some music. I want to play that Morning 5 song for you guys. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.